Good day and welcome to Film Exploration with Ash Hurry. We are coming to the end of season 12 where we are bringing you a horror movie every day for Halloween in October. And for today's episode, we are going to be bringing you the absolutely bombastic, the extra extravagant horror, Sam Raimi's 1981 horror, The Evil Dead. Starring Bruce Campbell as Ash, Ellen Sandwich, Richard DeManicor, Betsy Baker and Teresa Tilly. Cabins, teenagers, blood, remote, all popular sounding words hooked to the very accustomed narrative to horror movies. Sam Raimi moulds his trademark anatomy in this sort of debut in commercial terms to what he is about with his garnished, jumpy moments, overzealous gore, inventive carnage and the eccentric bending use of the camera. So five college students drive to a remote cabin to just kick back and chill, relax, and do what kids usually do in the 80s, have sex, scare each other, and have some good old clean fun. Unknown to them, though, this cabin holds a secret as they start to ascertain when they find an audio tape, a book, and a cellar, with some dubious, perplexing backstories that ignite something, well, evil. The plot screams cliche, but I guarantee some would argue it's courage and originality for 1981. This low-budget gore fest was the screaming stimulant for future A-list director Raimi, who would go on to bigger and better things, temporarily losing ties with his trademark horror movies to blockbuster success as he took charge of the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man trilogy that trusted his direction to essentially kickstart this comic book era pre-MCU. Despite the sugar-coated world Spider-Man exists in, The Evil Dead is quite the reverse, opting for a messy, no-holds-bar, student-film-esque footage of a film that is essentially exploiting gore and blood at every convenience, which is ringed by a minor plot involving the Book of the Dead and the revival or possession of the supernatural. The struggle in effort this film seemingly went through did not go unnoticed and by some means opened eyes to future young auteurs considering the budget was noticeably low and how much work was done behind the scenes. This film is communicating directly to horror fans, horror filmmakers and setting a mark for what horror is. It's a classic that has remained timeless for its characters. It's explosively blood splattering scenes and it is campy without being bad. The movie elects to not hang back in progression and build up, but indicating to inform the audience that we should be at the edge of our seats from the get-go. The shadowy music with the immediate camera zooming towards the oblivious friends signifies trepidation following them right from the start of the movie. Rhymey uses and still does employs operatic music to great impact, especially in his horror movies like this one and Drag Me to Hell, to really push our emotions to where it needs to be for this movie. The film exists in the pages of history as one of the must-watch films in the horror genre quite simply for what it managed to achieve with a low budget in the early 80s. The video style aura it gives off remains a sinister which reflects the entire mood of the movie and it is entirely nostalgic to those who have tried making films in the wood with spectacular awful effects and this film seems to just not give up until they had a finished product. The film suffered great sacrifices in order to even complete this film when backed with only $350,000 which is you know, a low for newcomers in the Hollywood world, but barely a dent for the catering world in 2022. Bruce Campbell, the star of the movie who plays Ash, 
had to put his property up for this film, hence why he is credited as a producer. And Raimi has always been in his debt for this act, dropping him subtly in little cameos in most of his films, including the three Spider-Man films. In fact, he was the only actor that did not walk off the set since the winter months were kicking in and the set conditions were awful. This is why most of the third act of the movie is just Bruce Campbell on his own. He would also help out with the crew in prepping shots and props around the set. And at the end of the day, after filming, he would be at the back of a pickup truck because he was drenched in fake blood. 1981, of course, will hold certain outdated scenes that may ironically be considered classic scenes that have actually boosted the film's cult classic status. The entire tree rape scene, which was originally just an attack sequence in a script, is labelled by some as misogynistic shaming and power play and publicly condemned by many, including Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi themselves. Others would argue the staple that scene holds in the fictional world of horror sequences that raises a bar of the levels the film was able to operate in. Sequences like this, or the rape scene in Deliverance, or Straw Dogs, are brutally realistic scenes that may outstay their welcome in a film that is designed to entertain you with elements that actually run parallel to the very realism that many complain about. The line in 1981 was endless, the rules were changing and limits were being breached and these are the films that are intriguing to watch to understand how horror has developed since The Evil Dead and I do believe the character of Ash, the whole concept of students, you know, students going to a remote place, the book of the dead, relics, the quite impressive use of makeup and gore are things that this film has influenced in horrors that we have come to love in the future and to many more to come. For me, The Evil Dead is crucial in every aspect and lines are there to be tickled with, if not breached, especially now we're in a world where we seem to be going the other way in threat of offending in this now woke world. But anyway, that's all I have time for with The Evil Dead. Artistically absurd, dangerously daring, outrageously mad, oozing with vibrant makeup and relentless slashes of blood in every corner of this movie. And like I said, a core piece of work for the true development of horror and its characteristics. But drop me a follow on Instagram, um, that's Film Exploration AH, all lowercase, all one word. And you can also subscribe to me on iTunes, Google, Amazon, and Spotify. But for now, thank you for listening to Season 12 with Film Exploration with Ash Hurry.